Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. First things first, I'ma say all the words inside my head. I'm fired up and tired of the way that things have been. Oh, when, when, when you're reading the word, like, you know, and, and, and you, you're reading about the 12 disciples and, and you're reading about the Messiah, right? Think about how many people, like, came at him sideways. Think about how many people thought he was radical, how many people thought his teachings were bogus. He never even acknowledged it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, because he understood who he was. And and, and the more I live, the more I understand, and, and we talk about this, is, is knowing your value so you don't lose your voice. And so for him, he never lost his voice. He knew what his value was. He's like, why am I going to try to convince some people of something that don't want to be convinced, right? So I feel like when we're mad, we spend all our time being mad about situations that people don't want to change. People don't want to get better. People don't, you know, like, it's the farthest thing from their mind is actually coming up with a solution. So, you know, as my grandfather put it, the word mad stands for make a decision. And I think, you know, again, going back to Jesus, the decision was made. He already knew. He, he knew what the end game was. And, and so I think for us, that's where we really have to get to. You got to know what's your end game. So if, if there's something that you're genuinely mad about, something that really rubs you differently, rubs you wrong, the question becomes... What's your decision? So is your decision to legitimately look for a solution to solve it? Or is your decision really just to con complain about it? To continue to like have something to gripe about? And I just think as people, when, when we get mad, dude, we, we spend all our time being mad at people and at situations that really don't care. That really don't care and really don't matter. So it's a no-win situation. It's like this big, giant circle. It's like a loop that you never get off of. But when you learn to make a decision, when you learn to be an advocate for your life, when you learn that whatever goals that you've set for yourself, that you still can get there. No matter what the obstacles are, no matter how many setbacks you have, you still can get there. It changes everything. It makes a huge difference. But it goes back to, what's your value? Really, what's your value? I mean, if you're in a bad situation, right, ask yourself the question. What's your value? I mean, do, do you have more value than this situation? Like, do you think you have to stay in a bad situation because, because what? So at the end of the day, for me, it's about you never get what you deserve. You get what you work for. So if you really feel like you deserve more, then work for it. Then look for the solution.
fight for the solution, solve the problem. Because in life, that's, that's what you're going to end up with. And I think you really have to be willing to ask, what do I really want? No doubt. Not only do you have to ask that question, with G-Money, you have to mean it, right? You, you have, like, like a lot of times, you know, we BS ourselves, right? But I'm like, when you ask yourself the question, it's like my grandfather said, don't ask me a question if you really don't want the answer. So don't ask yourself the question if you really don't want the answer, like if you really don't want to go there. But if you are willing to go there, you're willing to do the work, uh, you know, I've, I've seen this exercise where you just ask five whys. Yep, yep. Or, you know, what next, kind of identify how you can dig deeper into what you're going after, what you really want. Mm -hmm. Because I think that doubt is a big part of the, you know, the instability, the insecurity, right. the lack of confidence to make a decision. Right. But if you're mad, what are the... What are the gemstones, Coach? Let's just jump right into those gemstones, baby. Because you came in hot, yes. we might as well keep going. Well, to me, the first gemstone, you know, says in a nutshell, and it's what my grandfather taught me. The word mad stands for make a decision. You have to decide what and where you're going to put your energy. Like, where are you going to put your energy into? Like, are you going to put it into the solution, or are you going to put it into simply being mad? So you either decide to get better, be better and do better or not. I mean that I mean that gemstone is is hot, right? You decide to get, get better, better, be better, be better and do better. And do better. Or not. Mm. Pretty black and white. That's I mean to me that gemstone right there, who that's one that I, that I can truly say has has sustained me over time. Well, nowhere in there do you mention Changing the other person. No. Listen, one thing I know is you can't raise an adult. You, you, you can't make an adult do anything that he or she doesn't want to do. I think that's it, right? So it's like, why am I putting my energy and time into a situation that don't want to be better? Like, it just makes no sense. All you can do is provide the information. Then the decision has to be made by the other person or the other thing, right? Gemstone number two, use whatever is getting under your skin to inspire you to grow into the person you want to be. So whatever is bugging you, whoever is bugging you, uh, you know, we, we call it pushing buttons, right? You know, it's like when you're a little brother, you try to push the, bu the buttons of your older brother or sister. You know how it is, right? But you can use that to inspire you. Mm, use it. You know, at the end of the day, I, you know, listen, man, I grew up in Baldwin. <laughs> so I used that little town, you know, coming from a small town and then going off to college and going out. To, see, I used it to inspire me. I used when people thought because I was a country boy that, you know, maybe I wasn't as sharp or, or they thought maybe I couldn't run as fast or, or, or whatever. I used it to inspire me. So, so, so people telling me I can't. Oh, man, I like that. I like that. That's inspiration. <laughs> That's inspiration. And, you mean, know, it's funny, though. We, we see that time and time again in the success stories. That's what they use. That's what they default to. Think about it. Think about 
how many success stories that you've heard all came because someone told them they couldn't. I guess the reality, though, is that how many of those stories are not told because they didn't allow it to inspire them. They well, didn't use it. Exactly. Exactly. But, but you know what's so funny, though? But when you do use those types of things to inspire you, a lot of times, you know, you don't even put that out there. Because, again, when you win and you're a champion, most people only see that stuff, and they never see the setbacks. They never see the things that you have to overcome. I mean, that's one of the toughest things about being successful is people often, like, confuse, you know, you being successful with all the things you had to go to get there. They, they always use words like, you're lucky, you're fortunate, you're blessed. You see what I mean? They never throw in, you've worked hard. They never thrown in, you were committed. They never thrown in, you were confident. You know what I mean? Yeah, my, my pop used to say, luck is a poor excuse for people who can't succeed. Exactly. They exactly. like to look at somebody else and say they were lucky. Well, again, it goes back to, right, be thankful for your problems because there's people with something you don't want. We all have stuff. I mean, that's a fact. So, you know, when, when, when you're talking about being mad, you know, third gemstone I'll throw out there, one of the big ones for me is exercise. Mm. See, because, and I'm going to tell you why. Anger is at its base an energy that expresses itself in and through the body. So think about what I mean by that is, think about when you get angry. Man, you just get tense. Your muscles get tense. I mean, in some places, man, you, you just start shaking, right? Yeah, yeah. So... I take it, man, I'm going to take this outside. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to put this energy into just getting into my body, calming me down. That's not where exercise, the word comes from, exercise the demons, is it? Yeah, hey, I, you I'm, know, I'm just wondering, could. you know. It could. I mean, but that's what comes to mind because you're, you're expelling that energy. No doubt about that it. That negative and, energy. And what you're trying to really do is you're trying to calm down. Mm. You're trying to get your body to relax. So you think about when you're really angry. Man, you, you know, you, you grit your teeth. I mean, your muscles, like, you start to sweat. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, okay, if I'm going to sweat, I want to exercise, right? Mm. I mean, that's a powerful gemstone to use. You know, I, I call it being able to just walk away from it. Walk away from it, get into yourself, get into your body, you know, just kind of calm down before you come back and get into it. Um, number four it is right in line with number three. Man, I meditate. Because for me, you know, you got to meditate to shift your focus into what matters the most to you. So you exercise and then meditate? Oh, yeah. You oh, get yeah. That, you get that negative out. I try to get, I try to push all the negative energy out, get my heart rate down so now I can think clear. Hmm. I want to be able to think clear. Let's talk a minute about that physiology, though, because when you're, when you are in a, I will call it a fight or flight mode. Yes, yes. You yes. you you filled your body with the acids and toxins, and you know you've your your heart rate is up. Like you said, there's things happening in your body, so there's a reason why you exercise. It's not just because it makes you feel good. It does make you feel good, but there's physiological oh no doubt science about behind it. it too. Because right? think about it when you when you're angry, what really is going on is the whole fight or flight thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you're angry, if you think about it, right? Am I gonna am I gonna fight, or I'm gonna run away from this situation? 
So I think it's isn't it cortisol that you that you start yeah. to increase in your yeah. body, and, 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 and just, then you need yeah, and that's not healthy for your heart. It's not, not healthy at all for your your not blood vessels. Right? Not at all. I Lowers mean, your immune system. And if you stay there, think about when you're really angry, man. If you stay there, you get a headache because mm. the blood is just pounding. I mean, things are, things are really starting to go real bad real fast, right? So that's why I exercise. You know, I exercise like look, I need to get this out need to get it out because I need for my heart rate to kind of come down. I need my mind to calm down, right? And so when it calms down, now I'm able to meditate on, like, does this matter? Like, can I still get to where I want to be regardless of this? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that's the question that, that I think we all have to stop and ask when we're really mad. Like, like, in the big picture of what we're playing for, like the picture that you paint in your mind, because that's what you're playing for. Let's, let's just be honest, right? Does it really matter? You know what I mean? So I meditate on those things and say, you know, what are my goals? What are my plans? Where did I say I want to be? And is this going to stop me? But you cannot do that when you're mad. When you're angry, you, you cannot come to that sense of clarity. That, play, that place of calm. It won't happen. So let me recap. So we got make a decision. Yes. Uh, use the, the they, they said or, the, or you can't, right. right? Exercise. Yep. And meditate. That's it. That's it. So, That's so the gemstone first number four is, is yeah, meditate. meditate. And, and here's number five. Do something, anything. That's productive. Like, like, like what mm. I found a lot of times, you know, when you're really angry and you're really mad, one of the most productive things that you can do is go help someone else. One of the most productive things that you can do is take your energy and go serve someone else. Because it goes back to something that we mentioned earlier in the show, is that, man, everybody's got problems. And there's some people with some stuff you don't want. And a lot of times when you go out and you start serving and you start helping people, you start to realize how fortunate you are. You start to realize how far ahead you really are, right? But more importantly, when you serve people, you just feel better. You genuinely feel better. When, when you know that you have so much in your cup that you can share it and, you, and you're still good, come on, man. Because in the end, that's, that's what we're here to do, right? So I always say, go be productive. When you're going through these stages to where you're mad and you're angry, go be productive. Go help someone else. Go put it out there. It's okay. Take it off of you. Because again, isn't that something we always do? Poor me. Poor me. I'm such a good person. I always help everybody, but I come out on the bad side of it, right? Man, get out of that. Go be productive. Help someone else. And I'll tack one on there, too, because I think a lot of people are helping others but not getting that reward. Mm -hmm. They're constantly serving yeah. people. Yes. But they're not yes. actually filling their cup no. by doing it. No. And they're not celebrating their wins, which was a big one. I had to learn that, Coach. <laughs> I had to learn that. It took me a while. Because I, because I was constantly emptying and, and you know, those reminders uh, to, to celebrate the small things, celebrate the, those wins, 
and celebrate a smile that you put on somebody's face. Well, and I agree 100 percent because I, I because I, I do think there's a lot of people that they serve, 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 but then they feel like, man, what 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 am I getting? But but see, now you're serving out of obligation. Yeah. And I think the thing is, you, you got to serve out of the goodness of your heart. But you you have to celebrate the wins, man. Like like, you know what? One of the things, uh, man, I'll do crazy stuff. Like like there was a guy in our neighborhood. Like he never speaks to anyone. Like you just walk right by him. You know that's a pet peeve of mine. So my whole thing became, no, nah, I'm gonna keep being kind. I'm gonna keep being nice. You gonna speak? Well, he did. Nah, he smiles. You know what I mean? Man, that's a huge win. That's a huge win. So because for me, right? Look. There may be a reason that he likes to speak to people. There may have been a good reason to him why he didn't smile, right? I don't know what that is, but what I do know is that it doesn't have to change me. It doesn't have to change my heart. I still can be kind. Can you tell me your personal mission statement? <clears throat> you know, my, my personal mission statement is, is to really help everyone who comes into contact with me. Maximize the potential. That's what is the, to maximize their potential. Everyone that comes into contact with me, they leave me maximize their potential. And do you do that out of obligation? Because, you know what I'm what I'm digging at a little bit here is why why do people do things out of obligation? Is it fear? <laughs> well, yeah. Like for some of us, we're taught that. You know what I mean? It, it, it's like it, it, if you go to school. And you have parents that say, hey, look, you better make A's. I mean, out of fear, you're studying more, you have anxiety, you're doing all these things because it's been taught. And then for some of us, you know, maybe you grew up in a household where everything had to be in its place and you never grew out of it. So there's a lot of things that we're taught, you know, at a young age. For me, maximizing the potential is because I just want a better place. Mm. See, for it's me, not. It's not coming from a. What if I don't do this? No, no. Because the thing, because in my head, here's what I know. It doesn't matter to me whether you smile or don't smile, right? It doesn't matter. But but I want to create and be what I want the world to be. You know, I've, I've always said that. Like whatever we want to see in the world and whatever we want to see in each other, it starts with you. So if I want people to speak when they see you, then I got to be willing to speak. If I want people to show up with a good attitude, make good decisions, and, and then give 100% effort, then that's, I, I've got to do that, right? I, I can't show up to, to speak for an organization or to work with a student athlete and I got a bad attitude, or I show up and you know I, I give half an effort. I just think that it's important that whatever you want the world to be, you are that person. And if we did that, I mean, think just collectively, if you're able to do that every day, you affect a lot of change. You know, it does become infectious. Like, people do respond. When you walk in the room, they know you're there. Not because of something that you, you, you do that's crazy. It's just they can see it. They know. They might think you're crazy. That's they right. Might, they might think you're that's the right. other kind of mad. That's right. But that's, that's okay. Right. But that's okay. But they know. That's kind of a compliment sometimes. Well, I, I like it. You know, I like, I like when they go, you know, coach crazy. <laughs> See what I mean? But I know that coach is crazy like a fox. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's really the key. And so, you know, it's like you run into former athletes 
that you've had, you know, five years ago or ten years ago. And when you run into them, the first thing they say is, Coach, you crazy. Man, I remember, like, you're not going to make me run, are you? Like, all of my athletes have this fear that I'm just going to make them start working out no matter where they right. are. And it's, <laughs> they're messing up by saying you're crazy because exactly. that just adds fuel exactly. to the fire. Exactly. Yes, I am. Yes, you know I am, right? Um, but, again, I, I just think that, you know, we, we get to choose – you know, what our agenda for us is every day. And for me, I've just made it to where, look, I want to help people maximize their potential. You know, that's, that's a good way to start your day, and it's a great way to end your day. Number five, be productive. Yeah, you got to be productive. Be productive. Number, number, number six is a hard one because when you're angry and you're mad, we forget to think before we speak. See, that's a problem. See, number six, you got to think before you speak. Like you, that's why it's important to calm down. That's why you have to exercise or meditate. Because if you don't, come on, man, think about how many times you've been in the heat of that thing and you just throw some stuff out that you know you shouldn't have said. And you can apologize. Well, you, you put a lot of work between step one and step yes, I six. Did. Yes, I did. Because think about it. Think about, think about how many times you, you have to apologize for stuff you said in the heat of the moment. And then you hope the person forgives you, but then in the back of their minds, it's like, did you really mean that? So in other words, once you've made a decision, that yeah. doesn't mean you have to tell anybody. No, no. That, you know what? See, that's that, the beauty. That's, that's see, see that, that. Why is that the beauty, Coach? Listen, why is that the beauty? Because only you know what, how much fuel is in your tank. See, that's the beauty. The beauty is when you make the decision, the decision's for you. I'm not making the decision for the other person. That's like me going out to a restaurant with you, and then I'm ordered, ordering your food for you. I don't even know what you want, but I'm going to go ahead and order it because it's what I like. This is what I like when I eat here, so my little brother going to have to eat the same thing. I, matter of fact, don't even give him a menu. That's not right. Remember, let everybody use their own shovel to shovel their stuff. So when you make the decision, that's the best decision for you. Mm. So how do you think? Because So we go, you know, do better, be better, oh. get better. How do you... Think. What's the process around thinking, right? Because you can get caught up in your head. For me, I tell you what, when I, when I go there and, and, and get mad, my decision ultimately goes right to the solution, like, like my end game. So in other words, you're, you already know. I already in your know. Heart, you already know the right thing to do. But, I'm go, I, but I go to my end, like, like how do I want this? Like, like if I get angry, say I'm angry with a person, right? Yeah, yeah. But I say I love them, mm -hmm. <laughs> Right? So my end game's got to mm. be that we got to come to some type of resolve and them still walk away knowing that I love you. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. That sounds like integrity to me. But it's, integrity, it's, it's like what, being able yeah. to look inside your heart, yes. answer to the things that you say, be accountable to yourself. Because we're, we're, going, we're human beings, so we, we are going to disagree. Mm. That's a part of being human mm. is that we disagree. But the other good part of that is that free will part that allows us to go, we can disagree, but still love each other. See, it goes back to, I tell you, love's a decision, right? It's not a feeling. That's not an emotion. Love is a feeling. No, no, no. It's a decision. 
We've talked about it on the show. This is what I'm saying. So when I get angry, I try to go right to the end game. Especially if it's someone that, again, I say I love. Man, I got to go to the end game and go, look, when this thing shakes out, I still want to be able to break bread with you. I still want you to know that I'm there for you. I still want you to know that I care about you. Think about when you're dealing with your kids, man. There's some decisions that you make with your kids that you know your kids do not like you. Matter of fact, they sitting there crying, God, kill him, please, right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you got to be able to make that decision and, and, and your kid grow into knowing that you love them with everything you have. So I just try to take that same angle with people. Try to take that same angle with situations. So you know that's the end game. That's your outcome. Yeah, it's got to be the end game. When do you start to communicate that? I mean, obviously after you've done a lot of these decompression type things where you... When I calm down. When you calm down. Yeah. See, see what I, when I get to that number yeah. six, now I'm going to think before I speak. Do you, do you journal at that point too? Or Dude, I'm I know you're a big journaler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, look, especially, and what I've learned is when I make a decision... Not only do I need to tell you right away, I don't even have to tell you till the next day if I want. I, I, I get to decide yeah. when I'm going to divulge this information to you. So yeah. I, I love writing things out because I love writing out scenarios. Like when I come to you and I say what I say, you might not accept it. Yeah. So now what am I going to do? If I'm coming from the heart and really being honest with you and you don't accept it, so now am I going to say, see, th th this is why we're where we are? Am, am I going to say, okay, I understand? Am I going to say, hey, you know what? I get it, but still love you. That's why writing out scenarios and, and realizing what you're going to do when this thing don't go the way you want it to go is just so important. Yeah, we haven't talked about it in a long time, but Operation Love Letter well, comes to mind. Whew. writing yourself a letter, um, fill in your cup. But then the other practice that I think works well, too, is is to write that other person a letter. Oh, yeah. Unless you're mad at yourself, then yeah. write yourself the letter. Yeah. Get all that out. Yeah. It, doesn't, it may not always be flowers and, and yeah. <laughs> roses, and roses. Yeah. right? Yeah. But, um, but, but write that letter, and you decide if you give it to that person or not. If you're not, you know, maybe you burn it. But, but you get to decide, and you've put that out there, right? But more importantly, you've gotten it out. You've gotten it out. See, I think this is the thing. The thing is, you've got to get stuff out. Yeah. You know, to make room for all the good stuff, you got to get the bad stuff out. Yeah. So if you hold on to it, it's not good. And a lot of times, just, just writing to me is a great way sometimes to say some things that you just can't say to a person face-to-face. -face. You know what I mean? And then it allows them to digest it, to kind of go over it and, and, and figure out how they want to come back to you. Does it have to be articulate? Because you're no, an articulate coach. No, no man. Just it's, put it out there, right? But, just just but, raw. Yeah, like like when I'm journaling, dude, if you see it, it's just, I just, whatever whatever comes out, comes out. I don't have to have it in some certain order. It's like when I write a book. <laughs> like there's some things, it just, it just, I go back and now we massage it up. But there's, there's, Things I just got to get out of my head, bro. You know, that, that's just that's just me. Um, that that's how I put it in. So, 
And then let's so listen. Let's let's go to, to, to number seven. Because the seven gemstone, I think when you when you realize that you, you need to make a decision and you've done all those things is you gotta identify the possible solutions. You don't focus on what made you mad. Like so a lot of times we focus on again the problem. The problem. And and I and I don't feel that that's what we need to do. What we, what we need to do is, okay, what's the solution? Because a lot of times we know the problem, right? A lot of times we know the issue. But what's the solution? And not only coming up with the solution, but actually executing it, right? I always say that a lot of people are very good with saying, yeah, 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 we're going to do that. But they never do it. They never do it. So... Finding a solution, to me, is more than finding a solution. It's also executing it. Does it work? I mean, theory is good, but is it practical? Will it hold up? It's like the foundation, right? So will it hold up under pressure? Will it hold up under the weight of all the things that's going to come with this decision? We have to be willing to do that. Like, mm -hmm. that's the due diligence that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. And I think once you discuss and solve something, you can go from it being an issue to now you can discuss and solve bigger, you know, ideas. You can do, you know, work. You can help people. You can help yourself. You can improve It's the a stepping stone. Yeah. Well, again, it goes back to celebration, right? Mm. Because if I can work through this problem and I can come up with this solution, that tells me that, okay, I'm disciplined. It tells me I'm committed. It, it, it tells me that I'm dedicated because I had to be in order to come to, to this resolve, right? So now I can take all of that and now I have confidence. I have confidence that when the next problem arises, the next time I get angry or mad, I have confidence that I can work through that. Dude, that's just... That's just simple, like... Get it done one-on-one. -on -one. Get it done. Be responsible. You know, I, we, we've talked a lot the last few weeks about taking reasonable responsibility. And, and I like that. Because, and I like using the word reasonable responsibility because so many of us take all the responsibility for things that we shouldn't. We, we take all the responsibility for other people. And that's why those other people never learn. They never learn to grow up. They never learn to take ownership. They never learn to cope. Because we take all the responsibility. It's like being a helicopter parent, right? And I just believe that using the term reasonable responsibility says, look, I'm going to own my part of this. But by no means am I going to own your part of it. It just doesn't make sense. You can't win that way. You can't win that way. Coach, we got an athlete, student athlete winning in the game of life. Who is our MVP for Matt? You know what's so crazy? Like, <laughs> you know how I just come up with these MVPs. But I was actually thinking about my younger brother, Dwayne. Um, you know, he's a couple years younger, 
but was born, uh, you know, epileptic, has a lot of, of uh, medical issues, and, 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 I, and I really stop and think, when I'm thinking of the word mad, I think about all the times, like, he would just get ticked off, because he can't do, I mean, he can't drive, you know, you know, he can't own a license. Uh, uh, you know, it's hard for him to walk now. You know, he's just got a lot of issues. But there were, but when he was younger, man, he he just he just get mad because he, he wants to be just a regular guy, you know, and we, and that's how we treated him. But I mean, you know, but there was things he didn't know, and uh, but he learned. You know, it's like he made a decision. He made a decision that I'm just gonna be me. And so we. When you talk to him, it takes a long time for like him to, to get, get his words out and put together sentences. But he learned how to just be him. And it's just so great because there's times when, he, you know, uh, my, my cousin actually uh, lives with him and just does a great job with him. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm just so thankful to, to have someone like him. But he'll call, my cousin will call, James, he'll call and he'll say, hey, your brother just want to hear your voice. And so Dwayne will get on and he'll get it out and, and you know he'll finally ask me how it's going and, and and I just go, man, here's a he just learned how to solve the problem because when I really think about him, if there's anybody that should just be mad all the time, probably him. He's like because this has been from the beginning, from the beginning. He's had to watch and deal, you know, 55 years in now. He'll be 56 in November. So it would have been easy for him to just be bitter. But he's not. He's not. He just, he figured it out. You know, he, he did what my grandfather said. You know, make a decision. You know, make a decision on how you're going to use what you have, what God gave you. To be the best you can be, and 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 he and he does it every day, and 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 I can honestly say if I'm, if I think about when I was running and on the top of my game and one of the best in the world, my family could care less. Like they they so could care less, which was great for me because there was never any pressure. But if there was one person who I knew was proud, it was him. Like, he, he was the one who always was like, yeah, my brother can, can, like, the rest of them, they care less. But he, he found, like, a lot of joy in the ability of what I could do. So, definitely MVP. No doubt about it. Mm. Maximum velocity performer. All day, every day. Dwayne. You know, that, and to me, it's like, a lot of times I say he is every day what we wish we could be half the time. Because he just he's just himself. He just loves who he loves. You know? And that's that's what's so incredible. You know, and when and when you find people like that who are just every day their wish I mean, if we could be just half of that <laughs> the world would be a better place. So, you know, every day's with him is the is truly game day. Like, yeah, okay, I got I'm waking up, I'm lacing it up, all right, let's go. Mm.
Let's go. So every day is Dwayne Day. Yeah, no doubt about it. In his world, for sure. <laughs> for, for sure, for sure, he is the center. You can believe that. I love it. And he lets you know that. He let you, you know. know. <laughs> Bring it on in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like it's yeah. That's it's awesome. it, it revolves around him. So, mm. but it's all good. It's not easy being king. No, it's not. <laughs> not even for a day. I mean, it's, it's, it's just not. But uh, you know. I love what we do. I love that we get to share. Um, for me, the information is what's important. Uh, and what people decide to do or not do with it, I'm okay with that because it's on them. It's, it's, it's their time to be responsible for growing into what they want to be. So if you're out there and you're listening, and, and, and understand this. If you're just mad, that's all you get is mad. You're going to have to make a decision. So this is my kind of show here, brother. Hey, man, you know, we've been, uh, we went from impulsive to mad. What, you want to you wanna preview next week? <laughs> no, I'm not going to You're not going to preview? I'm not going to Come preview. on, man. You're going to leave I'm, us hanging? Listen, I'm just going to leave. All right, you're going to let that simmer. Well, I know what you're about to because, say. You're going to let it simmer. Because the bad thing's going to simmer. There's a lot of people that's going to listen to this right here. You need here. to skip a week? Should they, I drop fatigue yeah, that yeah, we forgot they, to drop? Yeah, and they're going to be like, like a lot of people are going to listen to this go, Coach, I've been mad a long time. We might do. A, we might have to do a bonus fatigue drop. Yeah, yeah. Because people are gonna need fatigue after yeah, this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, well, because I'm telling you, dude. There's a lot of people been walking around mad for a long time. There's a lot of anger out there, man. Angry. Melanie pulls up to the post office and she comes out. She got a mask on. Dude pulls up and just starts screaming and yelling at her because she's wearing a mask. On. That's what I'm telling you. It wrecked like, her day, man. I, dude, it, it's it. And then I gotta be like, okay, where, where, where's the dude at? And right. Then I gotta try not to get mad. That's right. It's one of those. Stay mad. It's one of those things. It's kind of like, stay in your lane, man. Yeah. Like I, I, don't, yeah. I don't even understand that kind of thinking. Yeah. That's what I mean. I don't even understand that kind of thinking. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, for us, I, I really do believe a lot of people are gonna listen to this, and I hope they really do stop, sit down, meditate, exercise. And realize that they've been carrying around some stuff. And if you have, make a decision. Yeah, we're gonna put these seven gemstones in the description. Yes. They can email you, get the oh, PDF. Yeah. yeah, yeah, get the PDF and and look, let's keep this thing moving. I think that we are building one heck of a community now. You know, I feel like the age nation, brother, we we locking in now. We 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 are uh I gotta I gotta uh email earlier in the week from someone who, who actually started listening to the podcast and went, oh, I, Coach, I didn't know. Well, now you know. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? We, we try to tell you. Now you got to take reasonable responsibility. Now you got to take reasonable <laughs> responsibility for what's going on in the podcast. Coach Crazy. <laughs> yes, sir. All day, every day. Um, and, 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 you know, hey, look, and we're excited. If you haven't signed up, sign up for the beach camp. We started June 7th. Actually, we had three people sign up this week alone. Uh, that camp's going to be hot. Yeah, fire. It's going to be real hot. Uh, so sign up. Just go to almondgunnerexperience.com. Uh, but we also do drop-ins. We just drop in for the day. This thing will roll for eight weeks. And, and every year we say this. We say, okay, it's eight weeks. It seems long. But 
we blink and that can't it's been 16 sessions and it's over it's over and then and then you know you wait the next year and hoping that coach does it next year so so anyway uh thank you guys for tuning in it's always good to be with my little brother and uh, as we say baby every day is game day gunner out